Thank you for tuning in to the Carter Effect Podcast, where we will discuss faith, family, football, and life. My name is Nathan Carter, and I have the privilege and honor to speak to you today. So please feel free to sit back and relax as we dive into today's episode. God bless. Yo, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to the Car Effect Podcast, man. Man, it's good to be back, y'all. Listen, um, it's been a long time, and I'm excited to get this back rolling. And today, starting off the first episode, back with the Car Effect, I got my brother, my dog. <laughs> what's going on, y'all, man? My name is Caleb Coley from Warner Robins, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bro, I got my, my man, Caleb Coley, um, in the building, in the studio. We out here with it. Man, and listen, we're going to talk about God's way of dating. Specifically, the title of this podcast is Dating God's Way. And I put a poll on my Instagram not too long ago. Um, if you don't follow that, it's underscore Nathan Carter 5. Um, and I was like, yo, like, wh- what do you guys want to talk about? What do you guys want to hear me say? And I was not, I want to say I was surprised, bro, but like, the the feedback and the amount of people that wants to hear about dating, especially in, in a Christian perspective, it's I mean it's it's crazy, you know what I mean. And by all means, this is a disclaimer, right? Me and Kayla we're not relationship specialists, right? And everything that we say are based off of personal experience, things that we've listened to, things that we've read, things that we've seen in regards to this culture. So you know, feel free to disagree if that's what you wish but we're not relationship specialists we're not counselors or anything like that but Facts. you know we're just two um men of god who've seen things in this culture about dating and you know this is what you guys want to hear us say so um so yeah man like i said this dating is just such a highly debated topic um highly talked about topic on our culture man and um why do you think that is man why do you think that dating is so common and often talked about, like especially not only within the church but also without the church. I think I believe dating is talked about a lot because people want to be loved. Um, everybody wants to feel a sense of belonging, like they belong. And for for most people that's in a relationship, they feel like um, if they can get into a relationship with somebody, they can they can feel like they belong somewhere. And I believe that's why dating yeah. is like yeah, like, yeah. That's so real, bro. Yeah, you know we all have this urge to, to want to be loved. We all have this urge to want to feel seen, to, to feel valued and stuff like that. And oftentimes we get that from day relationships, right? And I think if you live our culture today, not only is it because that a lot of us um, want to be loved, but specifically in the church, like the Bible doesn't talk about dating. You know what I mean? Oh, and first thing also, I want you guys to know that um, if Without first being fully known and fully loved by Christ and knowing that, like a relationship will never be able to fill you up because mm. the the relationship is meant to showcase God's love, but it's not meant to replace God's love. Um, if you just hop in a relationship thinking that that's going to fulfill you, you know, that's going to be everything that you need and that you, you want in life, It that's not, that's not it. Yeah, that's real, bro. And like say, touching on that point, bro, like we're doing dating so wrong. You know what I mean? It, in our culture, in the church, like the way that we're approaching dating is wrong. And we're really making it into this complicated thing, bro. Facts. Like 
<laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 we're dating is not complicated. Like, hear me when I say this: dating <laughs> is not complicated, y'all. And I think that because of the rules that we're putting on dating, and because of what culture says, and all this, 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 and that, that, like, we're making dating so much more complicated. And you know, that's why I believe it's so talked about. And listen, we can't talk about everything in one episode, right? We're going to have to make a part two, a part three, a part four, maybe part five. That's <laughs> <laughs> your jersey number, so might as well. You know what I mean? Like, because there's so much that you could say about dating, and you just can't say it all in one episode. But we're going to talk about some things, and we're going to touch on a few things that we see in the culture that um that we think are so wrong and that we think that are negative to leave Negatively, <laughs> negatively. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Golly, uh, impacting our, our dating relationships, man. That's a tongue twister, bro. <laughs> negatively, <laughs> that's a tongue twister, bro. Oh boy. But listen, let me let me set up let me set up the uh, the vibes in this room, right? So I want you to think of an illustration, bro. All right, I want you to imagine that if I called you one day and I was like, "Yo, like, let's go to the mall." You know, I'm looking for a new suit, and I want you to come with me. Right mm-hmm. now, prior to this, right, let's say that before I went to the mall looking for a suit, I, I knew what I was looking for. Right. I knew the color of the suit I wanted. I knew the texture of the suit. I knew the brand that I was specifically looking for. Right. I knew everything. Right. I've done my research beforehand and I had an objective and purpose for being in the mall. Now, let's say, like I said, I invited you in. And on the other hand, you, on the other hand, was like, I'm just going to go to the mall and I'm just going to shop for no reason. Right. You, you approach it and you go into the mall. You don't have an objective. You don't have a purpose, right? You, you're basically in the mall to pass by time. You're looking for potential things that you can buy. You, you basically just want to have fun. You know, you want to buy something that you think will bring you joy. At the end of the day, right, I went to the mall and I found exactly what I was looking for, right? I found exactly what I was needed. You, on the other hand, went to the mall and you bought all these unnecessary things that you didn't really need and you realized that you wasted your time. And I think that illustration defines a lot of how our dating culture is today, mm. right? People date for no purpose, they date for no objective, and they date for no end goal, right? And, and we don't know what we're looking for, so what do we do? We, we browse, right? And we try to figure out what looks good to us, and then we wonder why we come up with emptiness, heartbreak, heartbreak after heartbreak, you know, and, and I think especially a lot with this culture, we have this idea of, oh, you should just date for fun. Right. And, and here's the thing, like if you're dating and your ultimate goal is to date for fun, then that's all you're going to get. Right. And that's all you're going to get until it's not fun anymore. And then when it's not fun anymore, you just get rid of them. Right. You get rid of the relationship, you throw it out and then you go along your way and you go to search and browse for someone else that can make it fun for you once more. Until that is not fun anymore. You see how this is this an ongoing cycle? You know what I mean? It's just like we date for no purpose and for no objective, and that's just why our dating relationships are just so bad, you know? And, And on top of that, like, we live in the childish culture, right? And a lot of us treat dating like it's a game. Right, we treat people like they're toys, mm-hmm. and and dating is a game to us. And and once the game is not satisfying to us anymore, won't play no more. you won't want to play no more, right? right? And what we go do? We go find a new game to go play. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? So yep. it, it's sad. Like like, how have you seen? I don't know, maybe personal experience or just how you see this culture, like with people treating dating with no purpose at all. I feel like the biggest example 
I have of like seeing dating being treated with no purposes when someone is so mm, with people they have like a talking stage and I don't know how I feel about the talking stage but one thing I've witnessed from the talking stage is like someone would say that this person is their girl right mm -hmm. but they so they, they don't want to fully commit to them so they say they're talking to them but then they they feel free to go out and do these other things because mm -hmm. they're just talking yeah and i feel like that's like a way of people playing games and stuff and going back and forth but in our culture like nobody nobody really wants to have a girlfriend they want to have a girl Mm. A girl they can trade in and out. Oh, this is not my girl no more. This is my girl. Like it, like that. Bro, that's so and I've true. I've seen that a lot, man. That's so true, bro. Like I said, it's a game, bro. And, and we treat people like they're toys. And it's sad. Like I said, it, it, it's, dating is so much more complicated than what it needs to be when you're dating with no purpose. Mm. Right? And listen, for, for all the couples who are out here listening, or for all the people who are single or who are in that quote-unquote talking stage that Caleb's talking about, here's the truth. Right, here's the truth that you have to understand. Your dating relationship is going to end of one of two ways. It's either going to end in the breakup or it's going to end in the marriage. So if marriage is not a possibility, then breaking up would be a certainty. Mm. Word. Word. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. if marriage is not a possibility, then breaking up would be a certainty. Those are the only two options you got when you're in your dating relationship. Hurt, bro, bro, they suck, bro. Heartbreak, <laughs> trauma, <laughs> like, trauma. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like that. That that's the reality of it. You know. So when you think about dating, right? Your purpose, our purpose for dating sh should be for our relationship to end in a marriage, right? And we have to understand that, like I said, marriage is a gift created by God, and dating is not. Dating was invented by people, mm. right? Which is why the Bible doesn't talk about it because it's it's really like a new age thing, right? That just came about, right? The, the the term dating was founded in the 1990s, and this was crazy thing about it is they used the term dating for prostitution. Oh Lord, oh Lord, <laughs> yeah. And look, you, you don't believe me? Look it up. <laughs> look it up. You know what I mean? So the term dating, it, it's not even a God created thing. We invented that, right? But that doesn't mean that. We can't use dating to fulfill a godly purpose, which ultimately is for a godly marriage, you know? So if you're currently single or you desire to be married one day, right, it's important that you know this so that you don't waste your time and so you don't waste someone else's, you know? So so date for a purpose. Date for marriage because it's either going to end in a breakup or marriage, you know? That, that's the end of the road. So... That's that's one thing, right? And another thing I see in the culture, and listen, bro, I got <laughs> I got so much to say about this topic, bro. Oh yeah, go ahead. So man. much to say about this topic, bro. Hey, loose. What do you know about the term called the one? The ah man. Okay. So prior to coming to college, I was under the assumption that there was uh the one. And after being educated by fellow believers, I've come to understand that there isn't a the one. Um so basically, you chase after Christ, and you look to your left and your right, and you'll see maybe some other lovely individuals chasing after Christ with you. Mm. And then, you know, you have a choice of who you would like to pursue, um, because he that findeth. Ooh. Finish my sentence, brother. The one 
finds a good thing. And <laughs> I messed up. No, I yeah. did it. Is he who finds a wife finds a good thing? Oh, I thought said, you said you said he that find it. He that finds a wife finds a good thing and receives favor. Mm. Go ahead from the Lord. Man. Go ahead. Mm. That's a good word, bro. Where did this thing come from? What thing? The, the one? one. Like like where? where like movies, this, movies, movies. It's got to be movies. Hollywood, because it's like. Freaking Prince Charming gonna come. You gonna let your slipper drop and he gonna pick it up. Come get you. Like it came from the movies for sure, bro. It had that, to that's be, that's bro. crazy, bro. Like this whole concept of the one is like people. We honestly believe how many people in this world? Like Eight billion plus. We think that somehow, some way, God created one person in the entire universe for us to date or to marry, right? And 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 we we make it our life goal. For us to find this soulmate, in quotations, and, and once we've found our soulmate, then we've won the life, right? And we're done. You know what I mean? It's crazy. And, and listen, bro, do you know what the concept of soulmate comes from, bro? Nah, what's Listen, that? y'all. Listen, this is from the book called Outdated by Jonathan Bacluda. And listen, I suggest that you guys read this book. It's it's literally a book that talks about dating. And it's a, it's a, a very, very wise teacher and pastor I'm over there in Waco, Texas, and I love him. He, he's amazing. Go read this book, right? Because a lot of things that we talk about here and in future episodes about dating, he says in his book, right? But here's what he says. It says, the concept comes from an ancient story that claimed humans originally had four arms, four legs, and two faces. The mythical god Zeus cut each person in half, creating two-legged men and women that we know today, but each with only half a soul. Since each person was only one half of a whole, they were literally incomplete unless or until they found the one person on earth who was their other half, their soul mate, who had the other half of their soul. Ain't that crazy, bro? My, my, my. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, ain't that crazy, bro? Like, we, we, did we take this concept of the one, of the soul mate? Oh, I need to find someone who completes me. It's like, this is coming from a Greek mythology type of origin. That's also putting way too much pressure on somebody, bro. If what? you think another human can complete you, the the amount of pressure that's going to be put on their shoulders is insurmountable. It's, it's ridiculous. Bro, listen, I'm going to help everybody out. we going to help everybody out today. The one person that you're looking for to complete you <laughs> and who is perfectly compatible to you, they don't exist. And you will not find them because they're not real. They're not real. And listen, like, just, just like Caleb said, like, we should be so thankful for this. Like, imagine if that wasn't true. Imagine out of 8 billion people in this world that God created one singular person for us. One, um, <laughs> like, one. that's incredibly stressful. You know how hard that would be to you, find? Bro, what? I'd be in here like, damn. And ooh, that, you would go through every relationship, like, trying to see, is this the one? Like, that would be crazy. Bro, that would be, uh. it, it, It's sad, bro. And listen, like the the reality is that there are many men and women out there who could be the one, quote unquote, for you, right? There are many people out there who could be a great spouse for you. And if you know what you're looking for and where to look, the odds for si for finding that somebody is very high. But if you approach your dating relationship of, oh man, like are they the one for me? Like, I, do they complete me? <laughs> <laughs> do they complete me? Are, are we compatible? Like. It, it's 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 it puts so much stress on dating, bro. My, my, my. It, it really does, man. And listen, like because of this idea of the one, we see that 
many people stay single longer than they need to be mm. because they're overlooking or overlooking good options. Mm-hmm. There's a li- little break period. Like some of you right now are single simply because you have this idea of the one and you're trying to find this perfect man or woman to complete you. It's not going to happen. There are many options, many good men and women of God who are compatible for you to marry. Facts. Because this six <clears throat> figure, six four, freaking handsome Goliath man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. They're not real, bro. Saying. They're not real. Listen, <laughs> another thing, right? Like, the, because of the one, like, many people stay in bad relationships longer than they need to be, mm. right? You're, you're, you ignore red flags, whether that be abuse or, or cheating, or maybe you just has, guys just have different beliefs, right? Like, this is a whole other episode, but if you're a follower in Jesus, and you're dating someone who's not a follower in Jesus. Tricky. Tricky. They're not the quote-unquote one for you. But that, like, that's a that's whole other episode, bro. That, that's a whole other episode, you know what I mean? Yeah. And listen, like, and not only that, but we set unreal expectations of people mm. with the concept of the one, bro. Right, it makes us believe that, and like I think this goes in with Hollywood, which what you're saying, and we're gonna talk about that a little bit later, right? But it makes us believe in our mind that relationships are supposed to be easy, and that our soulmate are supposed to read our minds and know everything about us, and we're always gonna have these constant butterflies in our stomach. Listen, we gotta realize that relationships require work, Facts. whether it's a friendship or a dating relationship or, or a business relationship, whatever it is, it requires some work. And just because it requires work doesn't mean that it's wrong. Mm. Just because there's conflict doesn't mean that it's wrong. What are you going to say, bro? It's not going to be easy, bro. Like, I'm the type of person, I ask a lot of questions to, like, married people and just ask them stuff. So one of my biggest questions was, like, what makes marriage so hard or is marriage hard? Or, like, if it's so hard, why do you do it? But, like, it's a constant choice that you have to make daily. And when you're dating somebody, you're not married to them but you're still making the choice to choose to, um, I'm trying to find good words, like to choose to pursue them, mm-hmm. to choose to pursue Christ, and to choose to pursue marriage every day. It's a choice you're choosing that. And I, I think I think it's real cool, man. I think it's dope. It, bro, I, it is, it is, yeah. Smooth. Like I said, when, when it's not, when you don't have all these boundaries and, I wouldn't say boundaries, but like standards and expectations and mm-hmm. this this idea of, oh, this person, the one for me, is, like, is this what, is this God's plan for me? It's like, bro, like, chill out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, calm down, man. Like, it, it's it's not complicated, man. It, it really is not complicated. And, and I think that a lot of us find dating so complicated. And this, oh, I'm trying to find this quote. Listen, I, I found a great quote earlier today, man. It, it touches a lot on what or what we're talking about you know and um it says look it says it says a real romance is looking at someone in the eye and saying i see your flaws i see your imperfections i see your weaknesses i see your dependencies but underneath them all i see growing the person god wants you to be and that's what i'm committed to mm. Like that's how yeah, send our, me that. That, <laughs> send me that. That's how our idea of dating should be. Like, take the expectations off. Take the all these ideals that are making it so much complicated off. And, and listen, you touched on it earlier, bro. But I, I blame Hollywood. I blame Disney, bro. <laughs> A whole new world. Bro, I, I blame Disney, bro. Bro, look, look at this, bro. Like every single print Disney princess movie you ever watched. How does the movie always end? 
shit with them, find they, you know, the love of their life. But going off in the sunset. Bro, like, happily yeah. ever after, bro. Happily ever after, right? It ends with the wedding, and we've turned this fairy tale of, of happily ever after, and we made it into reality, right? And now we expect that that's how our lives are supposed to operate. That's how our relationship is supposed to operate. Everything's supposed to be good. Everything's supposed to be spectacular now, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just not the reality, right? And listen, if we pro, if we reapproach our dating relationships in preparation for the reality of marriages, like we said earlier, it's going to take some work. It's not going to be sunshines and rainbows. You're not always going to feel those butterflies in our stomach, right? In order for relationships to be successful, it's going to take work. It's going to take sacrifice, right? It's going to you know, every day. You're not going to feel loved. Right? You're not going to feel like wanting to commit to your, your, your spouse. Now we're talking about marriage. Right? You're not going to feel like you want to do this stuff. But that's the whole point of it. Right? It's going to take work. Like You can't don't um, allow your feelings to be a reality of what the facts are. You know what I mean? Right? The sparks that you once had, they're going to fade away. Right? And here's the thing, bro. Like, I, I, I see this so many times. But like, once people feel that, Oh, I don't. I don't feel like I'm attracted to them anymore, or them, them butterflies away. It's it's almost like we think that the relationship is done now. Because you base it solely off our feelings. You know what I mean? And it's like a lot of a lot of you guys right now listening. You're basing your relationship on feelings, and that's why it's causing you to have doubt. You have to understand that, like I said, either breakup or marriage. When you get married, you're not always going to like your spouse, bro. <laughs> You know what I mean? As any as any marriage couple. Like I said, we're not relationship specialists. We're not. And I'm not a married man. Caleb's not a married man. College kids, baby. But like I said, this these are things that we see, bro, in, in dating relationships. Like, it doesn't mean that because the feelings go away, you don't feel those sparks that that relationship is bad or that you made a mistake, right? And and the reality of the you have to ask yourself this. Will I commit to them when the feelings go away? Mm. Will I stay and sacrifice and work for something or will I run to find those temporary sparks again only for a moment? The temporary stuff. Temporary. Dangerous. Right? Like, add, like if you're in a relationship right now and, and, you're, and you're, you're someone who relates to this where you're like, man, like, I'm just not feeling them. Like, man, we had an argument today and I don't know. Like, we have a conflict and I might break up with them. It's like, bro, chill. <laughs> <laughs> chill. Like, are you going to be willing to commit to them despite your feelings? Right. And are they going to be willing to commit to you? Mm. Right. Because you don't want to waste your time either. If they ain't going to commit to you, get up out of there. Bye-bye. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, listen, and we, we can, like I said, we can get into so much about dating. And talk about so much in this episode, bro. And um, like, like even like even right now, bro. I'm like I said, completely off topic, but nowadays, back in our parents' culture, right, we saw that marriages were happening more, and they were happening at younger ages. Nowadays, we see people elongating this dating stage. Only to break up or to be married and then to divorce. Or some people don't even want to get married at all. At all. And, and listen, listen, and, and if you don't want to get married, that's not what you want to do. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There is beauty in singleness. Singleness. Jesus was single, right? 
the Apostle Paul was single, right? Facts. But if you don't want to get married, you shouldn't be dating. Mm. You shouldn't be dating because now, like, because now, like you said, like we were talking about earlier, it's not it, you're not doing it for a purpose. You're just doing it for, for to play a game, and you're playing with someone like they're a toy. Don't treat people like they're toys, man. Men don't treat women like they are toys. Women don't allow men to treat you like you are a toy. It's not good, bro. Don't don't play with people's hearts, man. If you're in a relationship right now, and you do, and you know, you know deep down in your heart that this is not going to end in a marriage. It's going to end in a breakup. The best thing you could do right now is to get a buyer. Get a buyer, taxi. Like I don't understand how people can be in two year, three year, four year. Five year relationships, and they got the nerve to ask, and they got the nerve to not even talk about marriage. How can you date for someone for five years and not know if they're going to be your wife? Now, how can you date someone, live with them, have a baby with them, (laughs) and still not know? If you want to marry them, you're touching on some 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 soggy soil, brother. Bro, listen. Mm-mm. This is a car effect podcast, man. Go ahead. We don't sugarcoat nothing out Go here. Go ahead, Carter. Let it loose. It's sad, bro. It's dangerous when you play a house because I'm I'm coming to find out that like people who who you live with your girl already, right? Um, y'all might have a kid, y'all might not. But the biggest one is that you live with your girl. Like you, you don't have a rush to get married because what's the point? You already see them twenty four seven. You with them every second of the day. Y'all live together. I feel like when, when when boundaries start getting crossed, that's when the beauty of marriage begins to fade away, right? Mm. When you're having sex with your boyfriend or girlfriend, you're living with your boyfriend or girlfriend, like you're like, what's the point of us getting married? Like mm. we just gonna do what we've been doing, so like there's no rush, right? But that 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 yeah, it's almost like we want all the benefits of being in a marriage but without the commitment, you know, because right. it's different. It's different when you got that ring on your finger. When you got that ring on that finger. <laughs> you know? It's different when you got that ring on your finger. Because look, say, you can't, you, sh- you shouldn't leave. You can't leave. Obviously, this is why over 50% of marriages and the divorces within and outside the church. Crazy. Which is even crazier. Like I said, like I said, we, we just, it, it's so crazy, bro. Like, I, I see it, man. And it's so normalized, man. Listen, I'm touching on the very rock right now. To, but listen, bro, like this this is the reality of it is. Like some of you guys are training for divorce. Ooh. Oh, snap. Mama. Some, some of you right now are training for divorce. You've been dating your girlfriend or boyfriend for one year, two year, three year, four years, whatever. Some of y'all might have kids right now and you're still not married. You're living with them. You've been living with them for years and you're still not married. You're training yourself for divorce. I wonder I wonder if people are scared like of marriage and like if something there scares them or or something. Cause I feel like behind every issue like this, there there has to be a reason. Do you have any thoughts on that? Like, do you wonder? That that's a good question. Like, is it because they're scared of commitment, or maybe they're scared of divorce? Maybe they haven't had marriage modeled to them correctly. Mm. They had come from broken homes, so they don't mm. want to put their kids through that. But I guess if you have kids already and you dating somebody, that's already putting them through something. That's what I'm saying. Like, like the best thing if you have a kid right now, right? And 
you're you're not in a, and you're in a dating relationship, right? The best thing that you could do for that kid is to get married, to put them in a household where both the mother and father, the mother and father are present in the context of being a husband and a wife. That's the best thing you could do for that kid, because mm-hmm. children are a gift from God, Amen. right? And the and I, I I truly believe right now. This remember, this is my opinion. I'm not really sure. This is my opinion. I truly believe that it's in God's will for people to get married young and to have lots of kids to build a family and to grow those men and women, those little children to be men and women of God who change the culture and to send them out into the world to fulfill the Great Commission. That's what I believe. Yes, sir. Like, I absolutely love seeing young married Christian couples who love each other, who commit to each other, who want to grow and do life together and who want to go out and, and, and create a family of young men and women of God who go out to make disciples of all nations. I love that. But we don't see that anymore. Like, God forbid that the topic of, oh, I'm getting married young comes up. My goodness. You're wasting your life. Are you sure you're ready for that? And when they say you're wasting your life, how? 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 Like, how? <laughs> how? Like, well, what, like, like, like what, what's, what's so bad about me finding a wife, right? At a young age and growing in my walk with her, being with her, right? Creating a family of godly men and women and discipling them. What, what, better, what, what better picture of God's love for us can we find outside of marriage? Like the whole point of marriage is so that we have a beautiful picture of God's relationship with the church. And that beautiful picture of marriage is getting completely, what's the word I'm looking for? Washed. Polluted. Polluted, there you go. It's getting polluted Dirty. because of this concept of dating and because of, of what the world is telling us what we should do as far as date, who to date, why to date, marriage and all that stuff. Right. And like I said, if you have a biblical worldview of what marriage is supposed to be like, it makes dating so much more easier because dating is not complicated. And that's the reality of it. And a lot of us are training ourselves for divorce because of our dating relationships. And listen, listen, uh, listen, some of y'all can be mad at me and that's okay. (laughs) Like I said, you don't you don't have to agree. And that's fine. If you're in a relationship right now. And you and your boyfriend or girlfriend have been dating for two years, three years, four years, whatever, right? And the topic of marriage has not come up. You need to call them right now. You need to sit them down. You need to ask them, what's the purpose? Why are we still dating? Why have you not gotten on me yet? It does not take one year, two years, three years, four years for a man to know whether or not he wants to marry somebody or not. I promise you it doesn't take that long. My opinion. And I think y'all need to hear what he's saying. He's not saying that if y'all have been dating for two years that y'all should already have, that y'all should already be married. Oh, no. He's saying that the topic should should have come up 
Because when you're practicing for a sport, like when you're practicing for football, the topic of a game comes up because a game is in your future. If you were just practicing and practicing and y'all never talked about a game, then what would be the point of practicing if exactly. you're not going to play? Yeah. So that's what he's saying. Yeah, like you you like, you would have you, like have that conversation. Be like, hey, like we've been living together. We've been dating. Like where, where do you see this going? Right? Do, do you see me as a wife? Do you see me as a husband? Like where, where do you see the end goal of this is? And then if you guys have that conversation and you guys are like, hey, I see this going to marriage. Don't wait anymore. Get married. Right? Why waste the time? Bro, go buy a ring. If she really wants to marry you, go get a ring pop. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't get a ring pop. Don't get a ring pop. <laughs> oh, don't, don't do that, man. But, like, for real, like, once you have that conversation, right, be like, okay, like, then there's no point for us to wait anymore. Right? Like I said, he that finds us a wife, finds a good thing, receives favor from the Lord. It's a beautiful verse. Beautiful verse. Right, and like you said, this this whole concept of dating in this culture, it is so corrupt, so polluted, and it's causing a lot of us to develop these bad habits and these bad ideals of what we think dating should and should not be. And at the end of the, at the end of the day, right, if you get nothing from what me and Kev said today, the biggest thing I want you to understand is that. You have to date for a purpose. And the purpose of your dating relationship should be to end a marriage. Because it's either going to end in a breakup or it's going to end in a marriage. And that's the bottom line. You know, that, that's the bottom line. I'm going to close up with this, man. One more quote, because I love quotes. <laughs> One more quote. It says, you won't find the someone who is perfect for you. And you won't be the perfect person for someone else. You just need to find someone committed to becoming more like the one who is perfect and allowing Jesus to refine you through each other. So listen, y'all. Dating is not complicated. It's not. And dating can be used to fulfill a God-given purpose, which is the end result of marriage. And if you date with a purpose, get rid of your idea of the one, get rid of your fairy tale story ending from all these Disney princess movies. If you can do all these things, then your dating relationship is and it will flourish. Because I promise you, if two people who are committed to following Jesus together and committed to pursuing each other and pursuing Jesus, that relationship is going to be successful 100% of the time. It is, and it should. If two people who love each other and love Jesus and pursuing Jesus as long as pursuing each other, that relationship, majority of the time, is going to be successful. So once you find that person who loves Christ and who loves you, don't waste your time. Danny's not complicated, y'all. It's not. But like I said, there's so much more to talk about. You know, that there's... So much more to talk about. We only just cross the 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 surface level of stuff that, that we get into. So there's gonna be a part two, a part three video of this, and we're gonna go more into depth of some things that we see in this culture of dating and really to help you guys be like, okay, well, what should I look for? You know, if I'm a woman, what should I look for in a man? Right. And we're gonna dive into scripture, right? Because like I said, dating is not specifically found in the Bible, 
But I think that the the Bible and Scripture helps us a lot to see what we should look for in a potential spouse. Like I said, we should approach our dating relationships for the end goal to be marriage. So if we have that in our mind, then we can look towards the Bible to figure out this is how I'm supposed to look for, this is what I'm supposed to look for in a husband, this is what I'm supposed to look for in a spouse, and that can help us in our dating relationship. So in more episodes in the future, we're going to get in more into depth with that. But, I mean, yeah, man, like I said, that, that's it, y'all. That's it. And I hope that blessed you guys. Um, I hope that was was great for you guys. And like I said, it's just two college kids who are not relationship specialists <laughs> that just want to see this term used, this term dating, and the way that we use it to be used for a godly purpose. And that's all it is. So, anything else you want to say, Mister Caleb Coley? Um, honestly, guys, I feel like dropping some bars. I feel like rapping, but I'm gonna hold back. <laughs> I just, I'm really grateful to be on this podcast with my boy Nate, man. You know, I'm just warming up, getting loose. <laughs> Eventually, I'm going to come up out my shell, and it's going to be real nice, oh, man. Yeah. But great things ahead for sure. No doubt, man. Hey, listen, we love y'all. Appreciate you, Kayla, for coming in. Kayla will be back for multiple episodes. Oh, stuff. He'll be back, man. And listen, we're going to have a lot more guests. And listen, if you guys want anybody to that you know of that's in the East Lansing community. Facts. To, to to be on a podcast, whether that's on a teammate or a favorite player or nothing like that. Let send me them know. My way, man. Right, send them my way. We got great conversations, great things. We got have a lot of good in store for you guys with a lot of good wise people who I know. We're gonna have a, a lot of great talks and it's, it's gonna be fun, man. So we love you guys. Stay tuned for an episode. Peace. Peace. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend family member or anybody that you think would benefit from listening to this if you feel led to support this podcast in any way please feel free to do so let me know what you guys want to hear or any subject that you guys want me to talk about in my next episode always remember to keep god first and i encourage you today to stay hungry and stay humble see you next time on the carter effect podcast